Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Kerry Davis, I'm Anthony Stalter. It's Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Let's head to our 101 ESPN Celebrity Line. We're joined by our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. What's up, JR? Not too much, not too much. And, hey, something you were talking about earlier, I just want to go on record and say I'm glad Kerry went to the Illini because I got to cover him. I wouldn't have covered you at uh, right. Michigan. So Thank you. I'm glad to, glad to have you, glad to cover you, buddy. Everything works, for, works out how it's supposed to. Yep. I think that's great and all. I just think he still he should have taken the visit to Michigan uh, like he uh, said he was going to, JR. That's just that's listen, I definitely shouldn't have no call, no show. That's I think that's I mean at least tell him you're sick or something. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Didn't. Uh, I didn't no, it all worked out. It, it all did. worked out. Uh JR, we understand that you have a new piece coming out with the athletic and it's something I think Karen and I have been talking a little bit about throughout the course of the day today. So what's your vocal point for your your latest article? Yeah, it should be out tomorrow. Just kind of a working headline here. Who knows if they'll change the headline. But, you know, five <laughs> questions regarding the Blues uh, retool. We talk about the core. Who is in this core? Uh, I list only uh, two players in the Blues core. And, you know, I'll tease that. You can read the story tomorrow. But, um, you know, trades they could make. Who's going to be here at the uh, NHL trade deadline, which is March 8th? The Blues only have 21 games left before that trade deadline. The prospects, everybody wants to know if the season continues or if it does go south. Uh, which prospects could we see? And also the coach, who's the coach going to be uh, when we come out of this retool? And also the salary cap with the team not in the hunt perhaps this year, if that becomes the case, then uh, will they plan to spend to the salary cap uh, next year? So a lot of questions to face, I think, as this Blues team goes through this retool. JR, we were talking about the trade deadline and whether the Blues are buyers or sellers, how difficult is it to get a deal done with all of the no trade clauses that most of these players have? There's a lot, and I was actually just putting that list together. I mean, we could go down it here with, uh, you know, Sammy Blay, Oscar Sundquist, Kasperi Kapanen, Jacob Brana. They don't have any clauses, but then you get into the modified clauses. Marco Scandella has a seven-team no-trade. Buchnevich, a 12-team no-trade. Not saying that you want to trade him, just mentioning him as one of the, the guys uh, who has a, one more year left on his contract. And then the full no-trades, Jordan Bennington, Nick Letty, Justin Falk, Tory Krug, that makes things a little bit harder. So, Kerry, this is a, a lot unlike last year where you had guys who you knew you were going to move, Ryan O'Reilly, Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, and you were going to get some good assets back for them, and the Blues did. They, Doug Armstrong did a phenomenal job uh, getting first-round picks and bringing those guys back. But this year, 
your unrestricted free agents to be guys like Kapanen, who's now out with the lower body injury. Uh, he probably won't be back until after the uh, the break here. And then Avrana, who's in Springfield, maybe a Marco Scandella you move and you could get a middle-round pick, but there just isn't a return for some of these guys who are going to be unrestricted free agents. So then you start looking to the next level of guys. You know, is it a Brandon Saad? Is it a... Uh, uh, Nick Letty. Well, those guys have term left on their on their deals, and I think those deals are typically made in the off season. So we'll see what Doug Armstrong can get done. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider with the Athletic, joining us right now in the fast lane. If he can't move contracts that he he wants to move or is willing to move, then Doug Armstrong is essentially stuck with this roster. So how does he improve a roster that con- contractually he he he's not going to be able to have a lot of wiggle room with. That's been the situation for the last year, basically. I mean, when you look at uh, the no-trade clauses that he's given out, and in fact, uh, with Tory Krug, it came into play in terms of invoking it. I mean, that's just what happens when you kind of handcuff yourself with these with these clauses. And I realize they're popular around the league. As we get closer to the trade deadline, by the way, guys, I'm working on a story about you know, what's the rhyme or reason about why guys get no trade clauses and which GMs seem more uh, apropos to, to give these out like candy. Uh, so we'll touch on that as we get closer to the trade deadline, but it, it just makes it, it tough. It's the way of the NHL. I get it. If you're Doug Armstrong, you hear from a lot of agents who say, hey, this is what we want, uh, but uh, it, it really does hamstring the organization. So, um, y- you know, if Doug Armstrong gets into a situation where he's not able to move some of these guys, then you're right. Stuck is a, a key word that they're going to be – uh, heading into the off season, but then it comes into using some of these assets and some of these draft picks to kind of sweeten the pot and see if you can entice some of these teams to take these players that they might not want unless you add that asset. You talk about hamstringing, and and it kind of puts them in a in a position where, you know, this Blues team is a, a middle of the pack type of team, but they are struggling to get into the wild card and get into the playoffs. Does that impact all of that? I mean, not being able to trade, and now what do you do with the guys that you're going to bring up? And also, when you get to the draft, you being a middle-of-the-road team, not having a high draft pick, but not, also not being in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's a tough spot to be in. And obviously last year it worked out well. They got a top-ten pick. You know, maybe could have been a little bit higher, but you get a real good player in, in Dalbor Dvorsky, and you get a lot of assets back for those players that I mentioned, O'Reilly, Tarasenko, so on and so forth. But this year – could be a lot different. You could finish just outside the playoffs. You could finish just outside a top 10 pick. And you could have a situation where, you know, these guys just can't be moved. So I think that's the reality for the Blues right now. You're just going to have to make the best of, of what appears on the surface to be a difficult situation for any GM, not just Doug Armstrong. But, you know, he, he, he tried to navigate the post-cup. You know, he, he signed some guys that you know, in hindsight, you probably wish that these guys wouldn't have gotten as long of a term of uh, deals that they, they did. And a lot of these guys that you expected to perform, you know, let's put some of this on the players, uh, they haven't performed either. So collectively, it, it's all added up to the situation that we're looking at right now. Jer, we can talk about the trade deadline and what you can and can't do, what a another high draft pick would do for this franchise. Can you talk, though, about what even one playoff series would do for the ownership group because if they miss the playoffs again we're talking about two years in a row where they miss the playoffs and this is an ownership group that is constantly willing to spend to the cap yeah no it is it is something that we shouldn't overlook it it does affect the team it does 
Uh, I think, you know, the going rate, we've talked about this in the past, uh, about $1.5 million per home game for the playoffs. So, you know, if you're guaranteed a couple playoff games, you know, $3 million is, is nothing to sneeze at. Plus, you know, we always talk about the experience that some of these younger players could pick up just by playing one playoff round. You know, you get two playoff rounds if you're lucky, and, and that could be some good experience. You know, it, it's just tough because while I'm a proponent of, you know, make the playoffs, don't do anything crazy to – to try to bolster your team to make it like don't don't trade any of these uh, you know first round picks or, or some of your upcoming draft picks to put yourself in a position to uh, go in and play one round and then you're out don't don't do that but any experience is good experience but I think um, if if you're the Blues I think you know truth serum you want one or the other you want to be able to play into the playoffs or you want to be able to finish at the bottom and get a high draft pick. What really affects you is when you're right smack there in the middle. So I think ownership has been, Anthony, ownership has been very committed. Uh, Tom Stillman, the chairman, and his group have been devoted spending to the cap year after year after year. But I just think it's going to get to a situation during this retool. And I remember Tom Stillman telling me this years ago, if we ever get to that situation, you know, maybe you don't spend to the cap. And it's going to jump up to $87 million, 87.5 next year. And I, I, I would say at this point that I can't see the Blues spending to the cap. JR, we were talking about it earlier about the Blues being out of the playoffs right now, about five points out of the wild card uh, spot. And my question for you is do you think that they have the ability to put a string of maybe four out of five wins or five out of seven to put themselves in position to maybe grab one of those wild card spots? Well, they're going to have to. Let me throw some stats at you really quick that uh, I just put together for this story. So when Craig Gruby was fired, the Blues were 13-14-1, and one, right? Since then, under Drew Bannister, 8-5-1. and one. Pretty good, right? 8-5-1. and one. But they've actually lost ground in the standings. They were, uh, I believe, one point back of Arizona for the second wild card spot when Bannister came in. And right now they're 5 points back and also another thing to remember it's not just how many points you're back of the wild card spot in terms of saying you know how far out of the playoffs are the blues uh you also have to look at how many teams are ahead of you and back when Baruby was let go there was just one team between the blues and a wild card spot now there's three teams between them so there's other teams that you're gonna have to leapfrog to even get back into that wild card conversation you can follow Jeremy Rutherford on Twitter at JP Rutherford, and that's where he'll post his latest article, which is set to come out what tomorrow, Jer? Yeah, should be. Yep. Excellent. Uh, looking forward to that, and I'm sure we'll use that as as uh, providing a lot of content for our show too, Jer. Good stuff as always, man. Have a good rest of your week. Yep, you guys too. Thanks. Bye. It's Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Kerry Davis, Anthony Stalter. It's interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating to watch what what happens here with this this blues team. They're in forward. a that's the he said it that's the worst place to yep. be in. Yep, where you can't you're not good enough to make the playoffs and you're not mm-hmm. bad enough to get a top ten pick. And you don't want to lose. You don't want to you don't want to tank because you, you you can't. It's a tough spot. It, it, you don't like it. Play better. You're right. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know why any team in any sport hasn't adopted this motto, but. I think it's I think it's a just win baby moment. Yeah. Is it just win or is it just get, get in. in? That's a baseball team. Just oh. win. Just win baby is is completely new for this hockey team. <laughs> JR was saying that Doug Armstrong and other GMs around the league are giving out, you know, no trade clauses like candy. I want my GM to be giving out candy in the manner like the guy in Big Daddy who came out with just like a watch, <laughs> some cereal. He had to, though. 
Sonny, you know? Sonny he didn't have any him. candy to give out. Sonny had him. <laughs> he did. Was it Sonny or was it... Uh... Oh, Sonny. It was Sonny, but he was going by Kevin. Kevin Gary. <laughs> oh, wow. Marsh, nice job there. There you go. It's fascinating. I want to want ESPN. Which quarterback's legacy is, is on the line the most in this year's playoffs? We'll answer that question next.